another episode of Radio Rounds, the podcast interview series presented by St. Louis Children's Hospital, covering pediatric topics of interest to doctors and healthcare professionals. Here's Melanie Cole. Having an ACL tear can be hard on a young athlete. Recent studies estimate that nearly 250,000 ACL injuries occur annually in the United States. My guest today is Dr. Jeffrey Neppel. He's a Washington University pediatric orthopedic surgeon at St. Louis Children's Hospital and the director of the St. Louis Children's and Washington University Young Athletes Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Neppel. So explain a little bit about ACL injury. How common is it and how does it happen? Sure. Well, thanks again for having me. ACL injuries, I think, are, are one of the more common uh, serious knee injuries that we see in our uh, young athletes, uh, high school age athletes, uh, junior high, even down into uh, grade school. So these are injuries that often happen with sporting uh, activities um, where a uh, 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 sporting movement, cutting, pivoting, landing, jumping, uh, they uh, tear their ACL. Most of these injuries are are non-contact. Some of them happen with contact where they run into another um, athlete, but a lot of them are just the athlete controlling their body, and uh, they have enough stress across it that they tear this uh, uh, ligament and uh, uh, ACL tears are, are, are a big injury in a young athlete's career and uh, take a lot to come back from. Do we know why they seem to be more common in girls? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a combination of, of things. I think we understand more and more about um, neuromuscular control, how the athlete's body is controlling their movement has a lot to do with things. And uh, females have certain things, uh, the ways the way that they cut, land, pivot, that are a little different than males and that seem to be playing a role in uh, those at-risk behaviors where uh, they may put themselves in a position to tear their ACL, as well as a variety of other things. Females tend to be a little more uh, uh, loose-jointed than males. Uh, Hormones, those kind of things can play a a role as well as their uh, bony structure. So it's kind of the perfect storm of things, but uh, clearly uh, girls, especially in certain sports like soccer, are at the highest risk. Does it always necessitate a surgical intervention? So, uh, in general, for uh, athletes who want to re- who want to return back to playing cutting and pivoting sports and have a complete tear of their ACL, um, surgery is going to be the safest way for them to prevent uh, injury. Occasionally, athletes uh, will try to play with a torn ACL, and you really risk the knee giving out and causing further damage to the. Uh, meniscus and uh, cartilage uh, structures in the knee. And those are injuries that we can't always put back. So protecting those key structures in the knee is really important for the uh, long-term health of the athlete. There are situations where um, the ACL is not completely torn, a partial tear um, that are less common where an athlete may be able to get by without um, a surgery, but those are relatively uh, unique scenarios. So if you do surgery, then is this ACL now stronger? Is the scar tissue make it at an increased risk? And what's the difference between returning to play versus you telling a a young athlete that they can't play that sport anymore? Yeah, so I think in in general, our our treatments nowadays are are pretty good uh, in efforts to kind of put them back as good as, as they started. So we can't sew the ACL back together, so we reconstruct the ACL or replace it with other tissue. In general, those tissues are uh, stronger than their uh, ACL was was to begin with, but they have to also undergo a process where they kind of uh, become that patient's live tissue, getting blood supply and maturing. And that process is really um, what slows the 
recovery from these injuries. So you uh, broken bone is is fairly simple, and a couple of months back they're back out on the court. ACL recovery is really a long process of kind of a six to twelve month process to uh, for them to safely um, be back on on the field. Um, in general, nowadays the risk of re-injury to ACLs is still significant. So the athletes with an ACL tear are often those who have at risk move, movement patterns where there's a significant risk of them tearing their other ACL uh, down the road while they're playing sports or re-tearing their uh, reconstructed ACL. We think the risk in that uh, reconstructed knee is about back to the baseline, what they started with, so we're sort of probably making them as good as, as they were to start uh, with Mother Nature, but that risk uh, never goes away. As the director of the St. Louis Children's and Washington University Young Athletes Center, what else do you consider maybe some barriers to recovery for these young athletes? Is there a psychological component now maybe they're afraid to take the risk or to push as hard as they might have done before? Yeah, and I think that uh, there are definitely psychological aspects of this that we probably uh, under-recognize. So for a lot of these athletes, sports is a major part of their uh, life at this point. You take that away for a period of, of six months, and that can be very hard on them uh, kind of in all aspects uh, of their life. Um, as they're getting back to sports, I think it really depends on the athletes. Some athletes have have no fear and uh, um, may be the ones at most risk for re-injury, and some athletes clearly have a um, some mental hurdles to get over um to get back to doing the things they want to do. And some athletes may choose that, I mean, they're never never really that interested in the sport and they've been through all this that they don't want to uh, go through it again. So it's really, we see a, a big spectrum of responses um, by our young athletes and kind of how they view their knee and the future for their knee and what uh, um, how much they're worried about a, another injury down the road. So what can a pediatrician do to encourage prevention, and to assist in recovery? Yeah, so I think uh, maybe assisting in recovery first. So I think um, it's important for everybody surrounding that athlete, uh, their their family, their parents, the coaches, the other athletes, and the, the pediatrician to kind of understand the process. So this is a long process. This is not uh, an easy fix and they're right back on the field so that this athlete's going to be dealing with a, a number of things through this six- to nine-month period um, that they really need support uh, on all aspects to uh, best deal with all the uh, stresses that come along with that. Um, as far as preventing other injuries, I think it comes back down to making sure that uh, these athletes are moving in ways as optimized as possible. So um, we put athletes through a very detailed return to play assessment, uh, looking at their strength, looking at their uh, balance, their explosiveness, to really make sure that that knee is as ready as it's ever going to be uh, to return back to sports. Uh, there are good programs out there nowadays that we're um, really bought into and trying to push out into the community on ACL prevention. So if you, the highest risk group we're ever going to find is, is kids who have already torn one ACL. So those are athletes who we want to be doing everything for through these uh, neuromuscular education programs and dynamic warm-up to make sure they're doing everything they can so that we we can feel like if they do come back with another injury, we really gave them the, the best uh, uh, chance uh, to prevent those injuries in the long run. Do you feel that coaches are 
involved enough in this prevention and in learning the neuromuscular training techniques and proper warm-up and being able to teach their athletes? Uh, what would you like to see coaches doing? Yeah, I think um, nowadays, especially as you get into the high school age, coaches are very aware of ACL injuries and that they happen, and certainly it's a big deal when they lose one of their athletes um, for a season or a year from these injuries. So I think um, people realize these injuries are out there, but I think very few people realize this is a potentially a preventable injury. So um, there are great uh, prevention programs with, with good science behind them that would suggest maybe we can prevent 30 to 50% of these uh, major knee injuries and also prevent some of the other nagging injuries through uh, programs that are freely available, fairly simple uh, to do. Um, I think most parents and coaches aren't aware of uh, those things even existing out there. If we um, look at the benefits of those programs, certainly we have to have a number of athletes do them to prevent an ACL tear, For but preventing one ACL tear in, in one of your athletes is a huge uh, success if we can get these programs more implemented uh, across our region. And the programs, you can Google them and find plyometric programs and things that can help the coaches along the lines. But another thing, tell us about the Young Athletes Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital, and what are you doing there? Sure. So our, the Young Athletes Center at, uh, at WashU and St. Louis Children's Hospital is, is really had the goal to uh, provide comprehensive care for our athletes, so to take not only our injured athletes, but be, to be really pushing out injury prevention and what is the science behind that. And then other things that are sometimes hard to find, like sports psychology for our younger athletes. So uh, the Young Athlete Center, as far as ACL prevention, we utilize the uh, FIFA 11-plus program. So this is a program with uh, 10 or 20 years of research uh, behind it, some done in the U.S., some done in, in Europe, um, that really has the science behind it. If you, if you Google ACL prevention, I think you get um, maybe some good programs and some programs that really don't have any scientific basis that they truly work. These are programs that have been implemented across entire nations in, in soccer programs in, in Europe, as well as a number of studies in the U.S. showing uh, that we can prevent injuries. So we're really trying to work with our local um, area clubs to help implement them. Again, I said they're free, but they do take some expertise to, to get up and running. So we're trying to help um, our area athletes by uh, teaching them how they do the program, teaching the coaches, teaching uh, trainers to understand these programs and giving them the resources to uh, keep them running uh, long after we're there. In summary, Dr. Neppel, tell other physicians what you'd like them to know about ACL injury, recovery, prevention, and when to refer. Sure. So I think uh, uh, ACL tears are extremely common and uh, any athletes you encounter uh, going through the uh, recovery of, of these injuries uh, really needs to uh, uh, support through this process and the understanding of how long this process is and that uh, um, hopefully any athletes around are being educated on the risk of ACL tears and the availability of some of these programs to decrease their risk because uh, for many of our athletes it can be a, a, a big change in their pathway for how they view sports whether they get that college scholarship uh, all kinds of things that have big-time long-term effects that we want to keep our athletes healthy and hopefully avoid these injuries in, at the uh, forefront uh, as much as possible. We certainly do, and thank you so much, Dr. Neppel, for joining us again today. A physician can refer a patient by calling Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. 
You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.